Welcome to That Thing with James. I'm your host, James, and this is Emily. And we're hosting this show together. And、uh, this is a free form comedy about whatever the hell I feel like it should be about. It changes per episode. So it's a mixed bag. Buckle in for the ride.、Uh, this is a rather tangential. Am I a kind of a tangential sort of person? Yes. Yeah. I kind of go off on tangents. So if that's not your thing, I won't hurt my feelings if you don't have a good time, and it won't hurt my feelings if you move along. But if you're in for an adventure, buckle in because today we are talking about fucking cats. Oh my god. <laughs> I never wanted to see the movie, but we watched it last night and we're going to review it. We took notes. Yes, we did. And in the episode we're recording right after this one, in the bonus episode, we're going to be reviewing another movie, a movie she didn't want to watch. And then I ended up not really wanting to watch it either. But that's, that's not for this episode, that's for the bonus episode. Now, if you're new to the show or haven't been around in a while,、uh, we are recording bonus episodes now, what I'm calling premium episodes.、Uh, you can access these and bonus content or, yeah, exclusive content at patreon.comslash that thing with James. So every week I'm putting out two episodes one public, like this, and then one. Premium、uh, for the very cool members of the Black Diamond Exclusive Club. That is the patrons at patreon.comslash that thing with James. And to get access to that stuff, it only costs five bucks a month. A month. So what would it be like five divided by 30? Six cents? Six. Huh? Six. Six pennies? Six pennies? See, five times six is 30. 30. So then,、uh, if it's five bucks and it's 30 days, then that would be six cents.、Mm -hmm. Six pennies a day、um, gets you access to the entire library of premium episodes and exclusive content. Which, admittedly, I'm building up because this is a new procedure that I'm doing. I don't know why I did a Trump voice there, but it's, it's whatever, folks. It's fine. It's cool. It's okay. I need to work on that one. I did discover I can do a decent、uh, Nicolas Cage voice, didn't I? Yeah, you did.、Uh, oh, how did I get into it? We were driving in the car yesterday and I started doing it.、Uh, see, he keeps his lips kind of close together.、Um, okay, okay. We're going to steal. We're going to steal. We're going to steal. Fuck, what's a line he says? I'm gonna steal the. I'm not, I'm a vampire! I'm a vampire! <laughs> Yo, we should review that movie, Vampire's、oh, Kiss. Yeah. If you haven't seen Vampire's Kiss, it is Nicolas Cage's best performance of all time, which is saying something because he's great.、Um, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about cats. And.、Uh, And bonus episodes. And also, you can find me on social media and Instagram and TikTok 
at James J. Asher. That's my handle. Uh, you can email me at that thing with James at gmail.com. I forgot the at gmail.com in the last episode. Well, if someone messaged you on Outlook, then they are in trouble. <laughs> yeah, it's not at outlook.com. It's not at AOL. I'm not a 60 year old asshole trying to download more RAM on my computer. Uh, it's at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, e- email me please if you have uh, an I- if you have like a story or subject you would like me to cover on the show, or if you want you want me to give you some advice on something. If you've got some questions about life or some kind of uh, you know quandary you're trying to work through, uh, email me and I'll answer it on the show. And I will keep you anonymous. I will keep you anonymous. Um, and I think that's all of my stuff. Subscribe to the show if you haven't already. Share it with everybody. Literally, literally, literally everybody. Everyone you meet for the rest of your life, you need to tell them about this. Okay. So, uh, yesterday we went to visit my parents for a little bit. And, uh, and we were brainstorming what the fuck we would do this week's episode about. And Emily had the great idea of, James, you like to rant. Why don't we watch a movie that you don't want to watch? And then you can rant about it. Yeah. And so that's what we're doing. We're, uh, we're gonna, I'm going to rant about the movie Cats, the 2019 version of Cats. <laughs> Now, uh, had you ever seen Cats before? I've seen it as a play. As a play? Mm-hmm. Tell me about it. Where did you see it? Well, how how was the production? Theater. It was, I mean, it was fine. I remember I used to love Cats. Like, I loved that show. And I knew how to play memory on the piano. Really? Mm-hmm. I probably had a whole Cats songbook, if I'm honest with you. <sighs> It's funny, I've never been a good singer, but that's, it is what it is. What? At singing? Yeah. I don't think you're trash at singing. I just think uh, you don't really commit to it. Yeah, probably. You can do it. You just don't commit to it. I don't know about all that, but yeah. I do. I do. I've got a goddamn master's in performance. Mm -hmm. I know what I see when I see it. Well, uh, so Victoria, London, where's this Victoria Theater? In my hometown, Dayton, Ohio. What's it look like? Is it a cool theater? It is a really cool theater. Very old. It's supposedly haunted. If you sit on the balcony, like someone had passed and you can supposedly see like shadows. I think every theater's haunted. Yeah, maybe. That's like the story. All the passion. Yeah, lots of uh, high emotion, Mm -hmm. high energy. Mm Mm-hmm. Sticks around. Uh, And there's also a theater in Cats. Which, which uh, you know, we'll talk about that in the review. I've seen Cats. I saw it live. How Fuck much it. did you love it? I fucking hated it. I hate, I hate Cats. I don't like it. It's a bad play. I, um, Andrew Lloyd Webber, is he, I don't know if you're still alive or not, but, dude, what the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah, it was an experience for sure. So I, I saw Cats here in Tulsa at the Tulsa Performing Arts Center. 
I went with my mom when I was like a freshman or junior in high school <laughs> or freshman or sophomore, where I might have even been in uh, middle school. But I remember around the time I had recently seen the movie Airheads on TV. Yeah. You, did you ever see that movie? Yes. With Brendan Frazier, mm-hmm. who's making a comeback. It's good. It's, it, it is good. I love me some B-Frage. B-Frage. I like him. Uh, well, I, I, I enjoyed that movie, and I think I saw it like the night before I went with my mom to see Cats, and I had no idea what was going on throughout the play. Um, I mean, the production was fine. Nice set, good costumes, lighting and everything. Uh, just, I hate, I hate the story. And thing is, weird thing is, there is no fucking story. It is true. There's no story in Cats. Like, I thought maybe, just maybe... I was just so disinterested in it when I saw the play that I just didn't piece together the play because I, you know, I couldn't quite make everything out that they were saying because my, my hearing's always not been the absolute best. Um, and, and also, I thought I would, like, mishear words like jellical, the jellical cats. Mm-hmm. Um, it turns out I didn't mishear the word jellical. It's, it's a word they use a lot and uh that also turns out that i did not miss anything in the story either because there's no fucking story in cats there's no plot it's nothing i fucking hate it and the choices they made with this goddamn movie were disturbing andrew lloyd weber shame on you you i feel entitled to you giving me a coupon for a free full-body deep tissue massage from a professional massage therapist to make up for the physical, spiritual, emotional, psychic, chronological, uh, estecological, estepimological, ontological, esoteric, uh, trauma inflicted on me by fucking cats. Okay. There's that Nick Cage. There it is. Okay. I don't know who you think you are. Okay. But I really didn't enjoy cats. That's it. I don't like it. Let's, 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 let's fucking do our notes. Let's just get into it. I hate this. Um, yeah, so the play, I wasn't a fan of it. And First my off, mom, we had to rent it. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, we had to fucking rent this movie. Um, I, and before we, before we really jump in, I got to finish off the story of seeing it live. My mom was in denial. You know my mom. Yeah. She likes to play these denial games with herself. Like my tattoos. If you're watching... You can see I've, I've got ink. Actually, fuck, if you're watching, and if you've been watching for a long time, I've gotten two tattoos on the show. Yeah. Um, but I've got ink. And um, my mom, historically, since I started getting ink, um, will pretend it doesn't exist. 
she will like kind of look at it and then glance away and I can tell there's a storm inside because her precious youngest little boy has defiled his temple with ink and needles and it's permanent and, and my dad on the other hand thinks it's cool yeah he's cool with ink my mom until yesterday will just like she would glance at it and then just look away and lives by the if you don't have anything nice to say don't say anything at all uh until yesterday she actually looked at it and said should i get a tattoo yeah as you said yeah it's like get a butterfly on your ankle I did not say butterfly on your... That's what I said. I okay. said get a butterfly on your ankle. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, well, anyway, after the play, I was expressing my displeasure with it on the, on the drive back to our home. And um, it's an hour-long drive. And, uh, and she didn't like it either. Honestly, it was both our first time seeing cats. And she didn't like it. But she didn't want to say that. And so she kept trying to advocate, advocate, advocate for this shitty fucking play, which why is it so famous? Why has it gotten so many awards? Why has it been so long running? I want to know. And I've got some theories in my notes. Okay. But uh, yeah, on the drive back, I told her in great detail, not just like, you know, I've never been like the type of student who just writes in their essay, um, I didn't like it. Uh, it's bad. Um, it's just, I don't like it. It's dumb. No. I will tell you precisely why and how I don't like shit. And she didn't want to hear that, even though she felt the exact same fucking way. Yeah. It's like the, 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 the contrarianism. <laughs> okay, so... Yes, you said we had to rent the movie. Which actually we had to change a subscription to get it. We couldn't find it to rent. Yeah, so um, we thought we would be able to find it on a streaming service. Um, we looked on Hulu. We looked on Disney. We looked on HBO because I forget where what streaming service it came on like last year or the year before hbo it was hbo so we go there and look and it's not there and so i go to just like google to see if i can rent it for i don't know three or four dollars no you can only buy it for fifteen dollars but um you could watch it on cinemax streaming which we don't have cinemax streaming but we do have hulu and so you can um, pay an additional $15 a month to get Cinemax on Hulu. It's like an add-on service. I already have a bunch of add-ons. We already have a bunch of add-ons. And uh, and this was like, it, I saw it was like a seven-day trial. So we just signed up for a seven-day trial. And we need to end Cinemax soon because this shit's just too expensive now. It's like... The cable cutting thing, like you get away from cable. And then uh, you've got a new monster to feed. You got a new monster that's even more expensive. Yeah. Um, altogether. So yeah, we had to go through all this hoops so I could hate watch cats 
the 2019 film starring, and I, I wrote down, I wrote down some notes here. Um, okay, here we go. Uh, here's my notes. July 10th was when we watched it, 2021, movie review, Cats. And then I wrote, a, uh, drew a frowny face. I hate the live musical, don't want to watch the movie. Uh, music by Andrew Lloyd Webber, directed by Tom Hooper. Not familiar with that name. No idea. Maybe he's a play director or something. He could be. Maybe. Uh, but of course, yeah, Andrew Lloyd Webber starring... James Corden. Yeah. Um, okay, James Corden. He's as uh, unimpressive as always. And, and then we have, of course, Dane Judy Dench, who was phenomenal, as always. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason Derulo. I know the name. Don't Can't put a face to it. Yeah, I have no idea who he is. Uh, which fucking cat was Jason Derulo? He's probably the black and white one, the magical Mr. Mistopheles. Mr. Mistopheles? Yeah. Was yeah. it Mistopheles or Mistopheles? It was Mr. Mistopheles. Okay, cool. Like Mistopheles. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I'm pretty sure that's a play. Mistopheles? Yeah. Or am I thinking of uh, Mesistopheles? I don't know. Mm. We've got Idris Elba. I enjoyed watching him. We had Jennifer Hudson, Ian McClellan, who was great. And uh, Taylor Swift made a, uh, an appearance in the, in, the, in the movie. It's true. That's true. Fuck. Okay. So after we selected the movie and added it on to Hulu uh, and started playing it, I realized, fuck, I selected this movie on my profile. So we've got split profiles because I actually have good taste in entertainment. That's a lie. Emily's is shit. Or, Mine's great. Or as the uh, Irish would say, shite. Do they say shite or shit? I guess it depends on where in Ireland you are. Well, um, I fucked up my algorithm and uh, I wasn't happy about that. So off to a bad foot. Already didn't want to see cats. Um, well, I did just so I could hate on it. And then I fucked up my algorithm. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Lovely. What are your notes? That it opens on the Egyptian. Opens on the Egyptian. Mm-hmm. The Egyptian was the bar or the, the cat club. The cat club. So let's paint the picture for review, for reviewers, for the, for the audience. Let's paint the picture. So it pans down and you see this Egyptian with all these cat things and you see this old... Like an Egyptian person? What's the Egyptian? Like a cat, like a sphinx. Like the Egyptians had statues of the sphinx. I thought it was the theater. Oh yeah, it's a theater. It's on The Egyptian is a theater and it takes place in, what is it, the east side? Is that where the theaters are in London? I don't know. It takes place in London and the theater district. And the Egyptian is an old theater. And you see all these like little tiny looking shortened, like small little cats yeah. running around. But you only see the silhouette and you see this old timey car pull up. And you can see that there's a sack and they toss out the sack, and all the cats come up to like look at it and check it out, and it turns out to be another cat. Oh, is that how that bitch got abandoned? Yeah. See, I missed that part because I was busy taking notes, like 
Uh, fuck, I selected it on my profile. My algorithm is fucked forever. On Hulu, free Cinemax trial. By Amblin. Weren't they a drug front? No. No, but do you remember when all those movie uh, production companies got busted for being drug, uh, you know, drug rings? Yeah. Yeah, so I guess Amblin would be fucking, what's his name? Steven Spielberg? Mm-hmm. Because that's the E.T. Yeah. Like, that's the logo. Uh, yeah. So so I missed that part where the main character, whose name, there's so there's a main character who's this. this Her name's Veronica. Chick cat. Veronica. I didn't know it was Veronica. I went the entire movie not knowing what her name was. She said what her name was. When did she say what her name was? Once beginning. at the fucking beginning when I missed her they getting said, abandoned? They, they said it a couple times. Okay, so you get to see the cats and they all come up to this Veronica cat. And they're like, hey. And they start singing the Jellicle song. Okay, so first off, first off, all right. Let, let, let's let's uh, let's take a step back first. Okay. It opens on a theater called the Egyptian, and there are Sphinx statues outside of it. Uh, it is not just showing a North African person in ancient garb. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> it shows an Egyptian. <laughs> it it uh, so uh, this cat gets abandoned, and uh, the set. The set is very good. I think they did a great job with uh, the set building, uh, with the lighting, good cameras, good sound. The production quality is good. Uh, And also, it has a very distinctive theater feel. It's got a, not a a film theatrical, but a live theater, theatrical um vibe to it did it not look like it could have been on a stage yeah it definitely did the way it's set up the way it's directed and i liked that i thought it was a good touch yeah for being a play that is a good touch um i mean and that used to be the case with a lot of movies back in the day because it was a lot of theater people who would come in and do you know start doing film yeah right yeah um you know setting is like usually it could be like one room for an entire film or yeah. play um, so, all right, Veronica, I didn't know her name. I watched the whole movie. There are three names that each cat has. Wait. There's the one that the, that the humans call you. There's one that you call yourself, and then there's, like, one other one. That the other cats call you? Call you? Mm-hmm. Uh, see, I didn't know they had three names. Yeah, they, this was a whole song about the is three that, names. Is, wait, there was a, is that the Jellicle song? No, it was after that. Okay, so then first, okay, so... Veronica gets, Veronica gets abandoned uh, in the theater district, and there are a lot of stray cats running around. Now, in the stage production of Cats, it's, well, it's not played by actual felines. It would be hilarious, and I would it, pay for that. I would, I would enjoy it much more <laughs> if it was actual cats doing, you know, catting around on the stage. No, these are uh, in the in the stage production. Um, it's humans wearing fur cat outfits, and you know they're furries. It's a, it's a furries uh, musical. I don't know which one you've seen? Because mine, like, yeah, they've got on coats and they've got their faces painted, but they don't look like furries. It's a joke, Emily. <laughs> this is a fucking comedy. <laughs> oh my god, it's a joke. <laughs> That's what this is for. It's supposed to be a comedy. Yeah. <laughs> it's a furries show. 
they're wearing furry outfits and they have their faces painted with you know so it looks like they've got you know furry faces like a cat no in this movie they didn't do that at all okay in this movie they've got cgi cat bodies and they're all really really hamming up the uh, feline sort of moving around like you know, just sort of like undulating your shoulder like waves in the ocean while you're walking. It was a little much, especially the main guy. Like, he was really hamming up that cat movement. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so in the stage production, they will paint the faces so it looks kind of like they're cats. Like, they'll paint little nose, like a little black or pink thing to give them like a cat nose and you know, have some, if it's a calico, they'll have like calico kind of uh, fur painting on their face. But no, no. In this movie, it's just straight up, full on, unadulterated human faces on shrunken little cat bodies that are walking around upright. It's humanoid cats with full on human faces. They, no paint. I mean, they might have colored it a little bit to match the color of the fur, but that's it. And, and they've got whiskers, barely discernible whiskers, um, but no stripes or anything. Just bare fucking human skin, human faces on these humanoid cat bodies, which was so disturbing. The, I looked at the cats were smaller than the railroad. The ca- uh, that's let's wait. That's okay. that's way ahead. That's almost near the end. So, um, they've got these human faces, and they didn't even bother to, like, put just put a touch of, like, black paint on the underside of your nose, around your nostrils, to give some kind of feline nose factor, some kind of feline factor to the face. But no! They just did full-on fucking human homunculi. It was Uncanny Valley. It was very fucking disturbing for a play that's already fucking disturbing me. Tom Hooper, is that your name? Is that your name? Yeah. Sir, what the fuck? Also, why were there cats with tennis shoes on? They were cats. They had on Chuck Taylors. There were cats with tennis shoes. Also, okay, so the size of these cats, it doesn't, doesn't stay the same. One, so it's not like they left the people, uh, the actors at their regular height, their regular human height, and just like made a big set. No. What they did was they made a regular size set with regular size set dressings and then used CGI to shrink these people into a size that is like kitten size for full ass grown cats. I mean, I don't know what kittens not like a kitten's usually bigger than a railroad. Uh yeah. That was later. Yeah. That was later. But there's sizes. So not only do they have disturbingly full-on human faces on humanoid cat bodies, but they're also shrunken to a degree that doesn't make any fucking sense. And they also uh, defy the laws of physics. Yeah. Now, cats are very impressive with their feet and their cute little paws. But this was a, you know, they're jumping. It's like... They didn't put any force to it. When they jump, it's like they, you know, used some fucking Microsoft MS Paint 
and just like cut the actor out and then used a mouse to like lift the person up onto like the bus or something to make it look like they jump. It was very weird. And then you got to meet Idris Elba's character, which I have notes on because he had a hat and a fur coat. Is he a cat pimp? Which the answer is yes. He he is really is a magician cat pimp. pimp. See, I didn't know. I just thought he was just some random. uh, Again, I don't know what the fucking story is. It's like there's no fucking story. Yeah. Notes. Okay. Um, They're small cat size with real human faces. Uncanny Valley. Love the set and lighting. Very theatrical. Um, Okay. Who are the Jellicles? I always thought I was mishearing some word, but no. It's just a nonsense word I kept hearing correctly. Yep. So that's like the first big song is Jellicle Cats. Jellicle, 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 Jellicle Cats. Jellicle with a jelly. <laughs> I hope that you have to play in a cat's place sometime because that'd be really, hilarious. I would not. Unless they're paying me. I don't know that I would do that. I don't I would have to be on as many drugs as Andrew Lloyd Webber must have been on. When he wrote this fucking play. Now, okay, so at the end of the play, and I, I'd heard this before, um, it says that Andrew Lloyd Webber wrote Cats because he was inspired by a book of poems by T.S. Eliot. Mm-hmm. I call bullshit. I think what happened was Mr. Um, blanking on his name, and I kept saying Lloyd Webber. I think Mr. Webber and his friends and partners were doing a lot of cocaine. And I think the legend has it, as far as I know, I've heard, this is, the, this is what I've heard, and they were doing a lot of cocaine and wrote the play in a very brief amount of time. So then why say, oh, it was inspired by... The poetry of T.S. Eliot. I think what happened was someone saw the play and said, um, so how did you, how'd you come up with this? Like, this is, uh, different. How'd you come up with this? And he probably was like, um, well, it's funny you ask, uh, and looks down at his coffee table and sees a T.S. Eliot poem book and says, oh, it's inspired by this book of poems by T.S. Eliot, actually. That's what I think. I call bullshit. He just made that up to sound, to, you know, kind of take, take the focus off the fact that he had his face and a scarface size mountain of cocaine to write this play. And then I did note that there was another minority cat that had a gold chain and a gold tooth. Mm-hmm. You don't remember the gold tooth and gold chain? Oh, man. No. Yeah, like this one had a gold chain on it, and then she turns like this, and it, one of her teeth are gold. I'm like, who's giving a cat gold teeth? I think that would be pretty fucking cool to have a cat with a gold tooth. I read, you know? I read that the cats move like lemurs. The cats did move like lemurs because they're on the hind legs. Yeah. Which didn't even look like hind legs. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna make a if you're gonna make a if you're gonna make a CGI, why not just make them full cats? Why why put the humans in the cat suits like the play, but make it look 
not just worse, but entirely more disturbing than the play. Because you're just leaving their bare human faces on these fucking... It's disturbing. I had nightmares about it. Did you know this? No. I had nightmares last night <laughs> about these disturbing, uncanny valley homunculi. <sighs> Why not just make them full CGI cats? I don't know. I, that was a real choice that I had in my notes. Why not just make them full-on cats? Don't give them the human faces. Give them the human voices. Like a cartoon. That's true. Uh, and then with the CGI, you can make the full cat bodies, you know, dance around. You give one, like, a six paws, you know? Some cats have opposable thumbs. They can hold a knife. Where you at? I'm with the house cat, so I don't know where you are. I, I'm still at the Jellicle thing. I'm just, oh, I'm past Jellicle. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, like, give a review here. Like, what's, what's, what's fucking going on with the, the choices they made? I don't know if there were many choices made. Huh? I don't know if there were many choices made. I, uh, or bold choices. Well, there were some fucking bold <laughs> choices. Uh, no, no, there were good choices, but they were bold. Um, okay. Yeah, Andrew Lloyd Webber, poor CGI physics. Um, no clue what's going on. What's the story? So, okay, so, so... Um, bitch gets dropped off. Veronica. Yeah, that's sure. that's her name. This is the first time I've learned her name. Veronica gets abandoned. It was like Veronica or Samantha, something like um, that. And, and, and then all these stray cats come up at her, saying, "Jellical cats, jellical, 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 jellical cats." Oh yeah, dude, she's definitely gonna be in this play. What are jellicles? What is the jellicle? They never explain what a jellicle is. The jellical cats are like their own little gang. Okay. Okay. They're, somehow they're the ones that decide who can stay or go, which was what I didn't understand. Did you they know? say that at the beginning? No. No, but it was implied because they're like, oh, yeah, they come up to her and they're like singing this Jellicle song mm -hmm. and they're all dancing around and then they're like, tell us your name. Mm-hmm. And like then she does tell them the name and they're like, okay. But, yeah, it's like they, she got abandoned, and then she was adopted by this roving cat gang. So a roving gang of stray cats mm -hmm. uh, who just come at her saying the word jellical and never once explain, oh, we call ourselves the jellicals. Angelical. Huh? Angelical. I Is that what it's supposed to know, be? Maybe. That's kind of what I thought, too. I've got that in my notes. Yeah, maybe. Are the jellicals supposed to be angelical? Nonetheless... They never say what the fuck this jellicle is supposed to be. True. Are you just supposed to assume that they are the jellicles? Yeah. If one were to assume, oh, your group is called the jellicles, right? What if one of them says, oh, no, no, no. I'm singing about this brand of pudding I like called jellicle. They don't explain this. You loved it. I hate it. So they do this jellicle cat thing. And uh, they like kind. They don't even really introduce themselves, do they? Just they just come at her with the word jellical, 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 whatever the fuck that's supposed they, to mean. Like jellical cats are supposed to be small, and like they they listed off a whole trait of things that you had to be to be jellical. So that's that's a running theme in this play and movie is um, the songs are just 
listing off attributes of different characters or groups of characters. Is Would you say that's about right? Pretty much. It's a very selfish sounding play. I mean, it's... Um, selfish? I'm not even sure if it's necessarily selfish because selfish is like it kind of implies that you want something to be selfish is to to want something to gain something for yourself yeah this isn't even that because there are no fucking choices in cats there is no story there are no choices there's one almost choice there's one almost choice There's like jellicle's choice which was a choice jellicle's choice which is a sort of choice, but I mean, it's that doesn't even happen. The characters in the play, kind of, I think maybe two characters have a uh, an objective in this story, and these two characters are not even the main characters, right? They're not the main characters. Yeah. They end up being important parts of the story. Yeah. If there is a story. But they're not the main characters. The main character is Veronica and then that that guy who I'm assuming is is Mr. Derulo. Derulo? Probably. Jason Derulo. Derulo. Every song is just describing a different character. So like another time they, they go into this house and they find this obese cat. Yeah. Trunky orange tiger hat. House cat, which I thought they were saying Gumpy, as in Dumpy. <laughs> Wait. I thought it was Gumpy. Gumpy. But it's uh, not. It's Gumpy. Yes. Her name is Gumpy. So wrote, is Gumpy Cat. Dumpy. <laughs> uh, dumpy Gumpy Cat. <laughs> so they, they go into this house, and and, and one of the Jellicles, the uh, self-described Jellicle cats, says, hey, Come with us. Veronica implied, I, I didn't know her name. They never said her name. So they're like, hey, random bitch, come with us. We want to show you this fat ass. Yeah. <laughs> so they go and look at this fat ass. Because named- she was up in the, she was part of the Jellicle choice. That's why she got kidnapped. I didn't know that. Yeah. She was like one of the Jellicles because she trained cockroaches and mice she was like oh i can't she was like i can't do all that she was like i have all these cockroaches and mice that i've trained to do dancing and stuff to try to win the jellicle's choice okay so i didn't know i didn't know that gumby or her, her name's gumby like the the claymation thing gumby is a fat lazy orange cat who who lives in a house like she's a she a pet she is a house cat so yeah she's a house cat and uh and uh yeah she trains cockroaches to dance and also the mice uh, to sing and, and trains mice to sing now the thing is the thing is the uh, coming back to the size the scaling down of the size of these homunculi cats they were the same size as the mice. Is that accurate? Yeah, it was pretty weird. The cats and the mice were no, the, the same mice size. The mice were a little bit smaller. The mice were barely smaller. Yeah, because he pulls them out of his hat. Yeah, okay, so a mouse, if 
if you had to put so many mice, uh, an average-sized mouse into an average-sized adult cat, how many mice could you fit? 10, 15? Probably about 20 mice. Up to 20 mice, maybe, for an average-sized cat. Um, that cat this, was 20 pounds. This, this though, you, these, these mice or these cats, you could fit maybe one and a half of these mice into one of these cats. The mice were about 25% smaller than the cat. And then the cockroaches were about the same size as the mice and the cats too. All these creatures are the same size. Yeah. And then, uh, but then there's like uh, Dumpy Gumpy, the fat orange cat. Um, was that, um, was that fat shaming? Yeah, Their choice. probably. Their choice of people. It gets worse though at the other one. The other oh, James bigger. Corden. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they introduced this cat, and it was around this time when I start figuring out. Wait, every song doesn't communicate any kind of objective or goal or desire at all. Nope. The songs are simply. Just the characters describing themselves and not even necessarily describing um, what they're about, just describing what they're like. Like, well, I'm a fat orange cat. I'm a dumpy little gumpy. I'm fat and I'm orange and I sit around and eat. I teach the maggots and the cockroaches to how to dance on the tippy toe and do the tango too. I'm a gumpy, a gumpy dumpy cat. I'm a dumpy little gumpy little dumpy fat. That was better than the fucking song. I can do better. I'm going to write my own cats. I'm going to make rats. Who did we meet after that? Uh, After that. After that, we meet James Corden. Is that right? No. Okay. Oh, 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 yes. So, all right. So I'm figuring out, as they're showing this fat orange cat, um, we meet, um, uh, that's, that's just describing themselves. I'm figuring out, okay, they're, they're not communicating anything, but just sort of describing, you know, in a very round way, describing their attributes as characters. Uh, which I've got a theory on that that I'll get to at the end. Um, but then some dude, some other cat comes in who, uh, uh, what's his name? It's uh, Rum Tum Tugger. Okay. So, oh, oh, I forgot. I should check my notes too. Before we get to Rummy Tummy, uh, these mice, the mice in Dumpy Gumpy Gumby's apartment or flat, Dumpy, Gumpy, Gumby's flat. The mice have full-on human faces, too. Yep. No noses painted on. I didn't even see any whiskers. They're just going in and transposing human fucking faces as they are onto animal CGI bodies who walk around upright, all of them. Yeah. E- even the cockroaches, the cockroaches. I didn't see anyone at any point walking around on all fours. In the play, they love to go around on all fours. It depends, but yeah. 
I'm I'm on Rum Tum Tugger. Yeah, well, Fat Cat rips. Oh, also the Fat Cat uh, rips off her skin to reveal she's got some more skin underneath it. Did you notice that? Yeah. Uh, not Rum Tum. You're fucking me up here. Um, Gumby. 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 You got to turn that P upside down. Gumby. Gumby. Uh, has a zipper she reaches at the bottom of her neck and just like zips down and rips off her fucking skin to reveal she has more skin underneath it. And that skin is uh, wearing some kind of suit. Some kind of like dancing track suit or something. Yeah. And then Rum Tum Tugger comes in and wants to be Bruno Mars. Yeah. And he's like, yo, I'm uh, cool. And sings like some Bruno Mars kind of song. And all these other cats want to fuck him. Oh, yeah. The main character was looking real hard. The main character, Veronica, whom I have in my notes only as protagonist, protag. <laughs> Uh, wants to fuck this, uh, rum, rum, rumbly, tumbly, tug, tugger, tigger. Um. Or is he a fuck boy and there's a choir cats wearing Chuck Taylors? He's a fuck boy. He had backup dancing cats wearing Chuck Taylors with human faces. That were doing break dancing. They were break dancing. Yeah, it is a lot. Um, let's see. The fuck is that sound? Sounds like someone's screaming. Huh? Someone's screaming. Someone's screaming. Someone is like screaming. Uh, very scary right now. So we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Fucking hate our neighbors. Yep. Well, um, we looked into the screaming. Couldn't figure out what it was. But there are sirens outside now. Yep. What's going on? Is there a game or something? Today? Other than the England game? There's the, the England game? game. But UFC was last night, so I don't know what the... Yeah, I don't know. Is there something weird with the moon or something right probably. now? Probably. It's probably about to be a full moon. Because our downstairs neighbors have been going fucking mad all day. They've been like that. Um, the The mother is like... Always on the phone, on speakerphone, max volume on the speakerphone, talking loudly. And and then when she's not on the phone, it's either, well, it's always screaming, yelling, mm -hmm. um, but it's either one of two extremes. And it will switch back and forth pretty quickly. Crying, scream crying, that is, or yelling at her kids. Yeah. Like... A few days ago, I heard her come in, slam the door, and just start yelling at her son, who's like, I don't know, like probably 13 or something. It's an overweight kid. But she comes in, and she starts yelling. This is in the middle of a fucking work day. We're trying to work. And she yells, are you still on your fat ass? I said, get the fuck off your fat ass. I told you I'm sick of this shit. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then this boy acts out, like, uh, as soon as he wakes up in the morning and then throughout the day, it's constantly noise like, <gasps> it's yeah. very, very odd. Like, I don't know if, if the kid's like uh, uh, neurodivergent 
or and or uh, whether or not the kid is neurodivergent, I guarantee the thing is the mother's absolute chaos. So he acts out because when she's gone, he's quiet. Yeah. It's it's, it's bizarre. Uh, it's not fun. It's not fun. And they were gone for like two weeks and it was so nice here. We were actually talking about how nice it is here. And then they come back and it's just like, fucking stop. Yeah. Please. Well, anyway, uh, back to the to the review of Cats. I didn't know. We ran like 40 minutes here. I had no idea. You're having fun. Yeah. I was having, love Cats. I was having something. Um, so... So Rum Tum Tugger shows up and does his whole, like, he wannabe Bruno Mars thing. And then after that, uh, Ron- uh, Veronica, I didn't even know that was her name. Let's see. What do I have here? Oh, no, no. Before that. No, no, no. It, it is. I was right. Rum Tum Tugger fucks off with some groupies. And then uh, the nameless protagonist. <laughs> uh, that's what I wrote. I thought maybe she didn't have a name. Rum Tum fucks off with groupies, then Nameless Protag runs into some bad vibes cat. Grizabella the Glamour Cat? Question mark? She's a she a has been. So that's what I'm guessing. And at this point, I had no idea about this jellical choice. I didn't even hear about that until like three quarters in. Yeah, it was mostly at the end that we heard about this jellical's choice. So there's this jellical's choice thing. So one it's not clear uh who 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 what who or what the jellical is and then there's it's not even clear until the end that there's some jellical choice which is like is that a is that like a premium brand of this uh, jello named jellical it's something jellical's choice i have no idea bold choice yeah it's a bold choice that's for sure um well she comes in. Grizabella. Uh, she's this mangy ass cat. And she's all like, Whoa, oh, I'm Grizabella. I'm a sad cat. That happened later. No, nah, she it? comes in okay. right after right after Rum Tum fucks off of this groupies. Okay. Um uh nameless protagonist sees Grizabella like creeping around a corner. And like is like who's you? Who are you? And she's like, oh, I'm Grizabella, and doesn't really say anything about herself. But just then the like, cats come out to tell her to fuck off. They tell Grizabella to fuck off, and all Grizabella is like, oh, I'm just sad. I used to be beautiful. Oh, my I think name's. She used to be a jellical cat, and then she ran off with um. Uh, Idris Elba. Yeah. See, I didn't know that. Yeah, she said that. I didn't know. So I, I had to piece together because it wasn't even really said in the song. I had to like sort of piece together with all these disparate pieces yeah, she got of out. like, okay, so she she was like the star of the Jellicle gang. And then she was really beautiful and she decided to run off because he promised her some stuff. See, I didn't catch that part. Yeah. So it's around this time Idris Elba the cat shows up. And he was the only one that I found entertaining thus far into the movie. And he plays, what's his, uh, it's like, um, I didn't even get his name until like McCavity. McCavity, which you had a funny idea about the oh, name. Oh, that's later. Okay, later. 
So McCavity comes around and he 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 appears and disappears with his magic dust. He's sure. got sparkling magic dust and he comes around with his fur pimp coat. We've also been watching him take the people, the cats, after we after they show off their talent, then they get disappear. Oh yeah, he keeps disappearing a bunch of cats. But then he himself disappears. Mm-hmm. He comes around, he's got his like glowing cat eyes. His glowing green eyes. Yeah, he's fucking like Luther. I mean, wait, it's so it's a cat wearing a fur coat. Mm-hmm. So we've got one cat who rips her own skin off and reveals that she's got more skin underneath her skin. And then we got Mr. Idris Elba wearing a fur coat over his fur coat. And a hat. And a hat. So what I'm getting at, though, is have you ever seen a human wearing a human skin coat? Thankfully, no, but that sounds pretty nightmare-inducing. Sounds like something I'd watch as a crime show. Well, that's something Mr. McCavity was doing. <laughs> well, then he fucks off with his magic dust, and then uh, we meet James Corden, who I've got notes here. James Gordon plays Fancy Fat Cat in Spats. What's his name? Uh, and, and James Gordon is devoid of charm <laughs> and talent as usual. So the thing is, you weren't sure. You knew who James Corden was, but not from the name. Yeah. And when I was at before we started the 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 movie, I was writing down the list of the main cast they had on the description, and I was like, "Oh God, James Gordon, Corden." And you were like, "Who's that?" And yeah. I said, "You know who it is. He's a uh, uh, English quote unquote comedian who got, as far as I know the story, he got run off out of England." Because people didn't like him there because he's a hack. Yeah. And uh, so he came to the U.S. and people were like, people, Americans are too fucking dumb to know he be able to tell he's a hack. All they're going to focus on is, is he's got an English accent. And yeah. If you got an English accent, people automatically think you're smart and t- cool and talented. That's true. So... Um, Oh, yeah, and I also wrote Idris Elba is the only tolerable one. Yeah. So um, uh, tell, do you have more notes on, on His James Corden? His name is Jones. I see. I didn't even get that. <laughs> Bustopher Jones? Yeah. He didn't even have His titties. His name is Bustopher Jones. He's terrible, obese cat. He ate a giant shrimp hole. Mm-hmm. And he disappears, like how he gets taken by McCavity. He gets like pushed up and he hits his nuts and then he falls down this like well into oh. what seems like a cat threesome occurring below. Because, oh yeah, because it's Mr. Rum Tum with his groupies that he fucked off with. Oh right? yeah, I, I don't and remember. And they're at like probably. the bottom of a trash can. So the, yeah. so the whole song with Mr. Uh, Spats, Fat Spats, Corden. Um, he's singing a song yet again, nothing about no, no desire, no choices. He's just singing about him. He's like, Hey, I'm a fat cat and I wear spats and a top hat and I got a curly mustache and I like to fucking eat and I'm very selfish. Ooh, look at me. Yep. And they're all, uh, the other cats are around saying singing exactly the same thing he's saying. And it's not like a chorus. They're just like doing an aside to Veronica saying like, did you hear him say that he's a fat cat who wears spats and a top hat and has a curly Q mustache? Well, let me tell you, 
He's a fat cat who wears spats and a top hat and he has a curly Q mustache. Yeah, I didn't really know what his like appeal was. How is he going to win any contest? And at this so he's point, fat? I still didn't know this was a contest. Yeah. I had no idea. Is that why these people are all just like describing themselves? The cats, yeah. That's I uh, see I didn't know that was the drive behind all of them just describing themselves and then moving on to the next character who describes themselves. And then moves on to the next character who you get the idea. Yeah. Um, so after that, what? I just read your notes. Nothing. What, what, what's, what's the notes? This one above my thumb? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's, let's do this first. So Idris Elba, he pops in and he disappears fat spat cat. Um, and do we see him on the tugboat yet after that? Not yet. Okay, we don't see Fat Spat Cat on the tugboat after that. After that, after the Fat Spat Cat disappears with Mr. Top Hat, we got the cats go into this fancy house. And then it's these uh, these two cats who are like cat thieves, They're cat burglars. They're calico cat burglars. They're calico cat burglars. And you had a note about one of these calico cats. One of cats. them is a boy, and that does not make sense. I have never, ever in my life heard of a calico cat that's a boy. Wait, in real life? Two no, calico no, no. cat burglars. I'm not, no, no, no. I, I know what we saw in the theater. I'm asking you in real life. Yes. Calico are, cats are always girls. I, so male cats, it is impossible for a male cat to be a calico? Pretty sure. Huh. We'll have to do research on it, but I'm, I'm like 99% sure. I'm curious. Not that I don't believe you. Because I used oh, wait, to have That's the guy on TikTok. Um, let's see here. Can calico cats be male? Okay, let's look this up. Um, calico cats are predominantly female because their coloring is related to the X chromosome. If a cat has an XX pair, she will be female. Male cats have an XY chromosome, so they cannot be calicos. See, I was calling bullshit on it. So there's a boy calico cat. Is this like a, a trans uh, identity? No, they're Is brother it? and sister. They're brother and sister. I thought they were like fucking. They might be too. I mean, cats do that. They had real uh, fucking vibes, and I didn't know. I yeah, thought they, they were, were just like. And sister. I didn't know they were brother and sister, but they had like some real sexual, uh, um, you know, tension between them. Well, the cat burglaring life probably is very sexy for them. Mm hmm. And they bring nameless protagonist with them and say, hey, we break into this place. Hey. And nobody does shit. Yeah. We break shit. No one does anything. And we break more shit. No one does anything. And meanwhile, they're just putting all the jewelry that they're stealing on her. Yeah. Like, they, they're not holding on to it, which seems sus mm -hmm, already. Mm-hmm. Like they're setting her up? Yeah. Which yeah. they did. Wait, they set her up? Yeah. They, they left her to get eaten by the dog. And that's when her little boyfriend has to come and save her. Oh, yeah, because uh, they're, while they're in this rich house, uh, a dog starts barking behind a door. The calicos fuck off. And then the guy who must be Durillo, is that Durlo? probably who uh, comes around and saves her? I think so. Her? I feel like he's like some handsome boy, maybe. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Um, and then after that, I have a note. 
I wish this show had 50% less songs, zero plot, zero care. (laughs) (laughs) And then Judy Dent shows up, right? Yeah, I wrote fucked up looking alley slash street cat, old Deuteronomy, who's lived 99 lives. Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't know she'd lived 99 lives. And she's like the- That was uh, in a song. She- She's like the queen bee of the cats, right? Yeah. Um, is she the leader of the Jellicles or something? Yeah, or just regarded as like the, they just regarded her as like the wise elder or something? I think that she's like in the position to be okay. king cat, queen cat. And that's when I saw a cat in red suspenders slash overalls. And I thought that was pretty disturbing on its own. Oh, that was once they were in the theater... Okay, so here's here's my notes. Uh, Judy Dench plays Old Deuteronomy, mm-hmm. and then Pattern, every song just describes some random new character, but just their attributes, not their story. Um, and then, oh, Old Deuteronomy is choosing a new Jellical leader? See, I didn't know what the choice was for. I thought, finally, you know, halfway into the movie, more than halfway into the movie, it's like, Oh, are they trying to elect a new leader? But wait, is she the leader? Wait, is she stepping down as the leader? That's what I was thinking. It was also confusing because the protagonist is like, oh, I might be a Jellicle cat one day. And it's like, how do you become one? If they've already been palling around this long, why wouldn't she already be one? Wait, is Old Deuteronomy not a Jellicle? Old Deuteronomy is. The protagonist is not. Okay. Veronica. Veronica. Um, and then I have, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when Deuteronomy comes around, they start talking about this choice, this jellical choice. That's the first time it's mentioned, as far as I know. And uh, and I'm like, oh, are they going to, like, choose a new a new gang leader for, I don't know, the year for the jellicals? And then they gather in this space, this, like, abandoned building, and it's got a, a big uh, sunlight at the top, but a full moon comes out, and the full moon shines down on like the entire gang of the Jellicles. And uh, here's here's what I have written: Moon comes out, and then they start twitching in sync, which they did. They all started like acting real fucking weird. Yeah, I wrote there was a grandpa looking cat, Catterwall. Mm-hmm. What is that? Jellicle Bowl seems like it may be an orgy under a full moon. Yes, the Jellicle Ball is the thing that they come to this abandoned building for. Um, and then, uh, is it an orgy? Yeah. I have the same thing. And then, so they're all dancing around in this Jellicle Ball. Sniffing on each other, rubbing up. Sniffing on each other, rubbing around. And then Broke Bitch, who is supposed, uh, I think that was my code name for. Uh, um, Jennifer Hudson's character. Not Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer Hudson wasn't even in this. Yeah, she was. Was she? Yeah, Jennifer Hudson was uh, in this. Okay, well, no, I'm talking about the broke bitch, the has-been. What's her name? That is Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer Hudson? Yeah. Oh, I was thinking Kate Hudson. Yeah, no. I was like, what? I didn't know that was Jennifer Hudson. Yeah, that's Jennifer Hudson. Okay, well, the character I've got written, I wrote the character's name as uh, broke bitch has-been, comes around... (laughs) But the fellow jellies hiss at her to fuck off. Pretty accurate for cats. Like, that was the most accurate cat-like behavior I'd seen in the show. 
Yeah. When she's like coming around, she's like watching. She's like, oh, I wish I was an orgy too. Oh, woe is me. And then some cats spot her and they like fucking front at her. And then she fucks off. Yeah. And then, uh, um, let's see, what do I have here? In parentheses, no story, no choices being made. Vibe check, fail. For both plot driven or story driven storytelling. Like there's, I mean, look, I'm a fan of character driven stories and I like plot too. Now, to really have a great character-driven story, you have to have a good plot as well, and in, uh, unless it gets fucking boring. And to have a good plot-driven story, you have to have some really good characters too. Otherwise, it's fucking just not engaging. Yeah. This had neither. It was just describing characters. Because at least with a character-driven story... You're following a character, like, you learn about a character through, maybe through some talking, maybe through some exposition, but largely through the action, through the choices they make. Veronica did go after the hobo cat. Um, the... Grizzabilda? Grizzabilda Grizz? Builder Grizz. Yeah. Yeah, she went after her and they, like, sing... They sing the song where it's like, I've never had a home. Oh, right. Because she like appeals to her because she's still at the ball. Yeah. And, and she's like, hey, you guys need to quit being mean to Busted here. Yeah. And Busted's like, Ooh, I want to be a part of you, but I can't. Because I'm just an ugly old cat. Yeah. I'm an ugly cat. <laughs> but yeah. So... I wrote here, not sure why she's talking about how she's never had a home, when at the beginning of the film, the cat was brought in a nice cart in a sack. Right. I um, I had, at, at this point, just to build on what you're saying here, um, this would be more entertaining if they kept the assholes. <laughs> now tell tell the people about this asshole I'm thing. I'm not even sure if this is real. This is this real. This sounds like a dream's... Trying to make a movie. This was part of the late, uh, the the late production choices they made for the film. While they were making these CGI cat bodies on these human homunculi faces, uh, the cats had assholes. That was part of the uh, the costume I and feel CGI. Like this is false, but okay. No, they had assholes. There's pictures you can find of they had assholes, and then the production was like um maybe get rid of the assholes of all the choices they made i feel like you know you're gonna just leave their human faces as they are without any kind of like cat paint or anything on it and get rid of the assholes i feel like give them cat faces before you get rid of their assholes first Think how much more entertaining it would have been to see this thing if they're walking around and then they flash in their fucking chocolate starfish. I don't know if you know how much cats show off the butthole, but they do do. a lot. I do. And that's why I say they should have kept the cat asshole because I feel like the cat's butthole is a very prominent part of any cat. Oh, yeah. This is what's... What do you have now? Well, uh, after that, it was the uh, protagonist sings to Busted Bitch. Uh, I'm trying... Uh, very hard to stay awake. And then 
Oh, the pro tag was abandoned. <laughs> That's when I figured out she was abandoned. Yeah, I didn't catch the that at the beginning. beginning. Yeah, the I didn't. very beginning of the film. Um, and then Ian McClellan comes around and he plays uh, Gus the the Grampy, I wrote. But he's just Gus, short for asparagus. asparagus. Yep, I wrote asparagus, a.k.a. Gus, theater I, I, cat. I like that. He, he was fun. Yeah, he's just an old alcoholic cat who used to be a a star of the theater. He was an actor. Yep. Cat. Um, he doesn't like modern cats. He thinks modern cats are, are turds. He's a boomer cat. He's a boomer cat. But get this. Get this. So he's talking about how, you know, oh, back in my day, theater was real, but theater's dead and the actors these days don't even do training like me or the cats of my day. And then he says, he thinks, and this is part of his song or, or diatribe or something, he says, quote, theater is certainly not what it was, end quote. To which I wrote, that's rich coming from this play. <laughs> Just let that soak in for a second. Uh, also, the whole movie before this, there were no meows until after he performed. And then all of a sudden, there's this nightmare-inducing human meow from the cats. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Theater is not what it used to be. Yep. That is, is that not fucking rich coming from this play? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come well, on. I mean, we can't forget who's coming after this. Mm-hmm. Mm. Ah, sorry, I almost choked on my bubbly water. I got to turn the page. After this, uh, McCavity comes around. I mean, yeah, because he takes the grandpa. And that, oh yeah, he takes the grandpa. And I have, is McCavity death or something? Like, I didn't know if he was supposed to be death. I don't think so. I think uh, he's just like an outsider. An outsider pimp cat. Well, he, he, he fucks off with his magic dust. And, um, uh... <laughs> And then this, what I have described as, and you said the the red overalls. This cat comes around wearing red overalls and a gold chain and a leather daddy hat. So some kink daddy cat in red overalls does a tap dance. Uh, and I described him as a Robert Maplethorpe cat. Very leather daddy, uh, chain daddy That's because he's a railroad cat. He's a railroad cat. And then they, they tap dance their way out into the railroad. And he's got boots on. He's he got boots. boots with tapping. He's got tap boots. And they're tap dancing on the uh, railroad tie. That's the metal part, right? The tie. Yeah. And that's what you said was they're fucking tiny. These cats, going back to the inconsistent size of these cats, they these cats are somehow so small that the uh, the metal part of a railroad, the railroad tie, I hope that's the metal part. Or is that the rail itself? I have no is idea. the tie the wood? I bet the woods. I'm not a railroad expert. They're on the metal part of the rail of a train, like a regular size rail, and it is gigantic. They have so much room on either side of their bodies. Like they are they're like cockroach size. Yeah. How the fuck are these Which cats? Which they were eating cockroaches. So. They were eating cockroaches before, and now they're cockroach size on this gigantic rail? Yeah. Like, these are tiny, tiny fucking cats. They shrink, and they grow larger, and they have human faces and no assholes. 
Um, Lots of cats in bed, poses couples. Lots of cats in bed. And then they make their way back to that like abandoned building. Yeah. Right? And then that's when Taylor Swift, as a cat, shows up and is singing about how cool McCavity is. Uh, she's lusty. She sprinkles catnip everywhere. Uh, and then I wrote, uh, that's a cat I'd screw. Ew. She was the only one with boobs. So there's more than that. <laughs> T-Swift, I put a sultry, sexy cat. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the black and white cat that's been like trying to fuck the new cat mm-hmm. is now a cuckoo for T-Swift. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, the female cats have breasts. Right. After Taylor comes, everybody's got boobs. Yeah. No cats have boobs. Then T-Swift shows up, and she's got boobs, and she's like moving them around, being all sultry and shit, and drugging everyone. Yeah, like every, and, and everyone's getting drowsy off the catnip, which doesn't track because catnip makes cats, you crazy. know, crazy. It's a stimulant. And then it turns out that he's been using his cat magic to win the talent show at the Moon Orgy. Uh, that would be mccavity has been using mm-hmm. his magic. So, okay, so I didn't even know there was a talent show per se, but, um, uh, oh yeah, male calico, that's unrealistic. That's when you started talking about it. So, okay, T-Swift drugs everyone and then just, I don't even know what happens. Does she even leave? But anyway. Um, she was rubbing up on McCavity. I saw that. Oh, yeah, because McCavity shows up again and he kidnaps Gus, the theater cat. Yes, Asparagus. And old Deuteronomy and threatens to drown Deuteronomy. So it shows where McCavity's been with these two other mangy cats and he's got both the fat orange and spat in the top hat cats and now the two old cats and he's got them chained up on this old tugboat that is somehow not gigantic on them they're somehow like human size now yeah that's what, it's weird but that's what the thames does to you apparently yeah, the thames makes you a uh, human size if you're a cat with a human face maybe be careful and then and then deuteronomy like puts uh, Gus on a wood plank and threatens to drown him. And then, uh, let's see, what do I have here? I, I At this point, I checked the time, and I was like, okay, so it took one hour and 17 minutes for anything to happen. Uh, the jellies say, where's Deuteronomy? Then immediately leave it to start describing themselves again. Why the fuck is this play so popular? Was everyone who gave this good reviews first given lobotomies? So this goes back to there not being a story. Is the when the people realize uh, Deuteronomy and Gus are gone, all the the jellicles, they realize it. That was the first time in the movie, over halfway through. That there was any sort of conflict. Yeah. And it didn't even last 30 seconds. No, it's kind of impressive how short it was. It was 10 seconds. Not even 10 seconds. It was like two or three quick cut shots of people or, or jellicles, people, cats, saying, where are the old ones? Where are the old ones? 
But that's when the the black and white cat that's been trying to fuck the, the protagonist. The magical been, one. Yeah, he's been trying to do this magic trick, but mm-hmm. he's unable to do it over and over and over again. And he just keeps trying. And the thing is, he doesn't even start talking about like at, at this point, And it doesn't make it clear what he's trying to do, which is to use his magic to bring back the cats yeah. that McCavity stole. They don't say that. Instead of that, after less than 10 seconds of some slight conflict... They completely say, fuck off with that. This cat's going to start sing describing himself now in absolutely no relation to the events, <laughs> the traumatic event that just happened. Yeah. So he starts singing about himself going, wee, I suck as a magician. No, he made a really good song about himself where he's like, yeah, I'm the magical best motherfucker. <laughs> He's the magic man can. Yeah. And then you look over like five seconds later and old Deuteronomy is like, oh, hey. Yeah. So did he? So it doesn't even say that the the magic cat's trying to do it, but I think he's like trying to transport the old cats back to them. Did it even work? How did fucking Deuteronomy get back? Yeah. His magic. Yeah. His magic brought her back. Yes. Okay, well, there we go. Uh, so then, yet again, oh. resolved. Conflict resolved like that. But while they were still on the boat, on the Thames, mm-hmm. the fat one did a hairball into the face of an enemy. I missed that. I think I might have been peeing or something. And then they all start nuzzling faces. Oh. Uh, I have, again, this movie... Would be better with cat buttholes and little furry cat testicles. Wouldn't that be funny if they were like no. dancing around with little cat balls? Dude, cat balls are funny as shit. There's little furry things, like little marbles. Okay. Um, let's see. Every time Dusty Bitch sings, so much snot runs out of her nose. <laughs> okay, yeah. So that was something I noticed the first time. Um Busted, whatever, busted cat. Griselda. Grizzly bear. Uh, Good band. Uh, Grizzly bear shows up. Grizzle cat. She's crying because she's a fucking sad sack. And uh, every time she cries, it's like the tears, like she's got some moistness beneath her eyes, but it is just a very thick, uh, clear stream of wetness running distinctly two one each out of each of her nostrils so much snot was coming out of that character's nose when she cried yeah so she is singing the song she's apparently like you know gonna compete for this jellicle's choice right uh and i have oh uh but deuteronomy makes her the jellicle choice Mm-hmm. Okay, and at this point, it still isn't clear to me what this Jellicle choice is. I start thinking, oh, is this like the leader or something? But then they start talking about this place called Heavenside, or, or Heaviside, Heaviside Lair. Yeah. And uh, this was the point <laughs> in the play when I saw it in, in live where I had already been lost. But at this part of the story in the play was what really lost me. So they start singing the song. I wrote down the lyrics. Do you want to hear the lyrics? Sure. Up, 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 past the Russell Hotel, 
up, 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 past the Russell Hotel, up, 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 past the Russell Hotel, up, 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 up. That is the song. That is all the lyrics. Over and over. Maybe. I don't know. I don't remember it. I wrote it down. It was, all I was, of them? Yes, that was the lyrics. I don't know if that's all It was up, 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 past the Russell Hotel. Up, 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 past the Russell Hotel. Up, 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 up. And then we see a chandelier come down. A chandelier comes down into this abandoned building. And and um, Grizzly, Grizzly gets on top of the chandelier, and then it takes her up through the ceiling, and it turns out the chandelier is attached to a hot air balloon. Yeah. That just floats up into the clouds. Not before. Not before. McCavity clings on for dear life. Oh, what happens? Well, he gets stuck on a building, and he can no longer use his magic, so he's probably going to die up there. So the whole thing is McCavity wanted. So the whole choice, it turns out, is not for the leader of the Jellicle gang of cats, but it is uh, to choose whom amongst the Jellicles, which individual cat is going to go to heavy side lair. What that is, probably, where it is, probably no hell. idea. Hell? It's somewhere, because they're definitely dying. Well, it's heavy side, so I'm thinking heaven. And if it's jellicles, they're the angelical cats. Yeah. Going up to heavy heaven. Yeah. Maybe that's our, like, cat speak is jellicle, heavy side. So it seems like if you're talented enough, you get to sacrifice your life. You 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 get to sacrifice and, and go up to heaven. That way you don't have to live on the street anymore. That way you don't have to live on the street anymore. And so Busted gets chosen... To go up to heaven. And that's when it occurs to me like, wait, they're just choosing someone to fucking die? Mm -hmm. This whole thing is nonsense. And then you get chosen to die after a talent show where you just describe yourself and that's your talent. Um, And then, yeah, after orgy, who uh, was this a competition to die? I, in my notes, I said this was very Logan's Run. I've shown you Logan's Run before, right? Probably. It's a it's a dystopian sci-fi movie that came out in the 70s. It's a, based on a book. Um, and Basil Exposition from uh, Austin Powers. Mm-hmm. Remember him? Mm-hmm. When he was young, he played the character Logan in Logan's Run. And they're living in this... Um, you know, utopian uh, enclosed city. I think I've seen this. And and on the day you turn 30, you get to go to this magic place. Mm-hmm. But it turns out that when you turn 30, they kill you. Yep. I have seen this. And that's the vibe I got from Cats. Uh, you get chosen to die. Um, and then at the end, um, the the sun is up and they're meeting in like Leicester Square or something. Um, or it could have been Piccadilly Circus. Might have been the Piccadilly. I think it was because Piccadilly. Because they were on top of that statue. Mm-hmm. And Veronica, the nameless protagonist, is uh, cuddling up with old Deuteronomy. And old Deuteronomy basically breaks the fourth wall and says, well... I'm an interp. This show has been an interpreter of cats. Hopefully, you understand that the point of this show was to describe 
uh, uh, what cats are like. So you have a better understanding of how cats are. <laughs> That's literally it. Yeah. And then there was like a weird feeding scene with the two fat cats where they're like force feeding each other. Yes. And I was yeah. like, oh, that's the feeding fetish. Okay. They, they had a feeding fetish for sure. And so my my interpretation of it is uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber, ble- you know, yeeted, yeeted to Mars and back, uh, said basically, oh, you know what kind of, you know what would be cool? Like this character would be cool. And then like, oh, wait, what about like this character? And then made a play of just that, just describing characters he think he would be cool, but not giving them a story. Yeah. Um, and I think, let's see. Poor writing. That was some more of my interpretation of this. Mm-hmm. Uh Poor writing with seven O's. Poor writing. Straight world building uh, sans objective or any story. This is a problem with poor writing in general, but it, it tends to be pretty common with really bad fantasy and or sci-fi. Yeah. Where it's just straight world building saying like, oh, here's what the world is like and like here's what the character's like. But they never give a story. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I felt like that's what this was. So are you going to buy the movie now to watch it over and over again? Uh, the only reason I would buy it would be to uh, use the disc as a coaster. <laughs> uh, and then the rest of my notes, based off poems by T.S. Eliot, I call bullshit. Uh, and then at the very end of it, I made sure... When we exited out of the video on Hulu, I remembered that it was on my algorithm, on on my profile. I made sure to rate it with a thumbs down. So hopefully I can salvage my algo. Eight thumbs ups for you. I don't think so. (laughs) So that has been our review of Cats. Do you have anything to add? I do not, no. That was, uh, see, you, you were very much about Cats before. Yeah. And then you'd always been sort of bemused at my hatred of cats. Yeah. I love the animals, but the the play, no. Um, How do you feel different about the show after seeing the movie? Because you hadn't seen it or the the show since you were a kid. Yeah. Yeah, well. uh, You saw the play when you were a kid and haven't seen it since. Yeah, no. I don't know if it's because I don't have like the child imagination that I used to have where it was Mm -hmm. just like, you know, a sense of wonder Mm -hmm. or if I just didn't understand that there was no plot and there was just wild cats. Yeah. But uh, you said before I could, there's no story. Yeah. It was really hard to follow because it was like, what is going on? It was just like, you know, random cats. And you're supposed to care. And I was like, I don't care about any of these characters. Yeah. Like, none of them. It would be like if you and I were to make a musical, if I'm singing, uh, people call me James. I have curly dark hair. And I'm wearing a tank top. Like, that's the song. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I do a podcast. Yeah. It was not a great movie. And there was one detail I forgot. A bit ago, when I was mentioning the part where uh, Busted Girl goes up to Heavy Side, in the uh, production I saw at Tulsa Performing Arts Center, it was not a chandelier on a hot air balloon. 
it was a unidentified flying object, an alien spacecraft, a Carmen UFO. If you made it up. No, I swear yeah, to God, a UFO comes down and it's got all these like lights around it, like uh, encounters of a whatever kind. Mm-hmm. A UFO comes down, and old Grizzly gets on top and then lifts her up, and there's like, you know, it would have been a lot better if it were just Rocky Horror, and they're singing. There's a light. Well, I love Rocky Horror. I love Rocky Horror. I'm very, I'm kind of picky about musicals. And uh, this one did not pass. No. The check for me. So that's been our review of Cats. Um, again, we're doing a, another episode after this. We're reviewing uh, a Gundam movie, which... Uh, well, I'll tell you about it in the bonus episode. And if you want to see it and or hear it, uh, consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash that thing with James. And again, if you haven't subscribed, please consider doing so. And uh, and don't consider sharing the show with anybody. Just do it. Do it. Do it like you... Da-da-da. What's that song? I don't know what song you're singing. All right. I got to charge this camera. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Bye. Bye.